Lord, everybody. Amen. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. We are excited about being in the house of the Lord and giving God praise and glory and just thanking him for all of his blessings. Amen. We serve a mighty good God. We want to welcome you to our in-person service as well as our live stream service. Amen. That is going on right now. On we thank God that he allowed us to come into this place. It is my prayer that for those of you who are watching by live stream, listen, invite your friends and family members to join with us on this day. Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 99, 1-3, that the Lord reigneth and let the people tremble. He sitteth between the cherubims and let the earth be moved. For the Lord is great in Zion and he is high above all the people. Let them praise thy great and terrible name, for it is holy. Amen. Come on, why don't you stand with me this morning? Let's lift our hands up and praise the song. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. of all the praise with every head bowed 
Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just come this morning to say thank you. We thank you, God, for all of your blessings, for your grace, for your mercy. We thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. And we thank you, God, that we have you as our God, one who loves us and cares about us so much. And so, God, we ask that you would be with us now, Lord, and still in us a desire to give you all praise, God. Help us to be grateful and thankful, Lord, for the things that you have done. And, Lord, we ask, Father, as we move forward in our worship and our service unto you this day, the Lord, that you would just fill us in a way that only you can, God, that we would just lift our hands in the air and give you praise and glory and honor for all things. We thank you, God. We bless your precious and your holy name. We ask, God, that you bless those who thought of not robbery to join us this morning. Bless those that are still coming in and bless those that are on live stream even right now. So, God, we give you the praise. We give you the glory and we give you the honor. For we ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we pray. Let the church say amen. amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's put our hands together and give God praise. Amen. Our responsive reading this morning is entitled, The Model Prayer, amen. And many of you certainly are familiar with this reading because you learned it when you were growing up, amen. But we're going to read responsively. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And, and when, when thou, thou prayest, prayest thou shalt not be as the hypocrites, hypocrites are, for they, they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the, the corners of the streets, that they, they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, Pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for our father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask. After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Amen. Praise God, from whom all blessings flow. Praise God from whom all blessings 
remain standing with us, amen, and as we sing our congregational hymn, the Lord will make a way somehow.
it. Come on, let's give the Lord praise. The Lord will make a way somehow. Amen. I told uh, Reverend Jackson, I said, Pastor Paul is tickling the ivories over here. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor Paul. God bless you. Amen. How many of you know that we serve a mighty good God? I I'm going to ask you, I said, how many of you really know we serve a mighty good God? We want to welcome you uh, this Sunday morning. Uh, this is an Eagle Sunday morning. Amen. And Sister Hamlin went out yesterday and, and, and bought these Eagles t-shirts and gave me one and said, uh, she didn't really force me to put it on, but she had a little pressure on me. <laughs> So I have it on. But I, would, I will say that I am happy to have it on. I hope that the Eagles win today. They got a great team. I hope that they uh, can go all the way uh, for this year. So I know that you all are ready. Amen. So we want to welcome you this morning on this Eagle Sunday. And for those of you who are here in person, for those of you who are uh, worshiping with us by live stream today, we thank God uh, for the blessings of a brand new day. Amen. Just have a few announcements for you for our women's ministry. They are wrapping up their cookbook. I think, uh, that, well, you have until January 31st, but this is the last Sunday uh, to be able to get that in. So make sure if you have any additional recipes, amen, that, that you can get them into the women's ministry. Uh, they are excited and looking forward to putting this cookbook together, amen. It's a a cookbook, a, a cultural cookbook that has recipes from all over the place. So we pray that you will support them with that. Again, our ushers, we're still recruiting uh, new ushers here uh, for Second Baptist Church. So if you are interested in becoming an usher, please see Sister Leslie Hawks uh, after service, or you can email her, give her a call, but she certainly would be happy to hear from you. Also, our greeters ministry, our family greeters ministry is, is starting back up. And so Sister Van uh, Winters will be reaching out to you concerning that. Uh, it doesn't have to be just a family. It could be an individual, your family as well, of one, amen. But we would like for you to participate. So if she asks you to serve as a greeter, welcoming those who come into the church service, please do so, amen. And uh, with a smile on your face and let her know that you are happy to do so. We want to continue to remind you that our church theme for 2023 is that we are together in Christ. Amen. So we are grateful and thankful, and God calls us to be together. So we should be in, in our hearts and our minds and our thoughts and in our soul to realize that we are together then in Christ. Amen. I want to put a major plug in for our couples ministry, we have a Valentine's Day banquet celebration. It is for uh, married couples, for dating couples, uh, for uh, friends. It's for anybody that would like to come. We have a great outing, but we need you to get signed up. So please, after uh, service today, Sister Hamlin is going to be out uh, at the Valentine display, which you probably saw when you came in. Please make sure that you give her your name. Uh, so that we can get you registered, amen, and uh, you don't have to be in a dating situation at this time. It can be individuals as well, but we want you to come. Uh, we're going to have a very elegant uh, evening planned for you. Uh, that is going to be on Tuesday, February the 14th, which is Valentine's Day at 6.30 p.m. 
Uh, there's a cost of $60 per couple or $30 individual. And uh, we have a catered affair and we are looking forward to it. So make sure you sign up. Those of you watching my live stream, uh, just reach out to either Sister Joan Toller or Sister Hamlin and uh, to sign up for that. But we are looking forward, we're excited about it and looking forward for you to join us. Listen, with this being tax season that we have, if you have not picked up your tax letter, amen, we pray that you will do so. We do thank you for your giving uh, during this past year, 2022, and we thank you in advance and what you've already are doing and will do in 2023. So uh, right after service, uh, the tax letters are available uh, for you. So please make sure that you stop in the foyer if you haven't picked yours up to pick up your tax giving statement, amen. Also, uh, as we're getting back into fellowship, amen, we have a church-wide, a family-wide bowling party uh, that is scheduled uh, for our young people as well as the old people, all of us as families. You're invited to join us at the Thunderbird Lanes on Saturday, February the 18th from 3 to 5 p.m. There's a cost of $10. That includes a pizza and soda and your, your uh, shoes that you need for uh, bowling. So we're excited about that. Uh, Sister uh, Danielle Limble is going to be is heading that up. So if you would like to uh, sign up for that, please do so. We are looking forward to having a great time. I'm going to be on the lanes with you, amen. And we are going to look and uh, see who has the high score, amen. But we do thank and bless the name of the Lord. It is our time now to, uh, to give back to God in our time of offering and giving. There are three ways that we give here at the church. Uh, those of you who are in person, we have an offertory uh, box at the back of the church. Please make sure before you leave today that you will place your tithes and your offerings there. For those of you who are watching on live stream, you can click on the Tively Giving uh, button there right on the website, um, and you can give your tithes and your offerings there, or you can send it in by mail. So we want to thank you in advance for your giving. Uh, God calls us to give back, amen, a tenth of that which he has blessed us with. And so we pray that as the Lord speaks to your heart that you'll continue in your tithes and offerings. Let us bow our head in prayer. Father, we thank you for this time of giving. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to give, realizing, God, that all that we have, it comes from you. And, Lord, we just ask that you bless both the gift and the giver. Bless those that gave. And we ask, God, that you would bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, Lord, we give you the praise and say thank you, Lord, for all that you continue to do, all of your blessings and, and uh, how you continue to help us, Lord God. We realize that we don't deserve all the wonderful things that you have done and continue to do in our lives. But, Lord, we say thank you and that we appreciate God. So we ask that you would help us to use these tithes, these offerings to build up your kingdom while we are here on earth, that we would be the stewards that you have called us to be. For we ask this in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we pray. Let the church say, amen, amen. We are blessed. Pastor Paul and Zanisha up this morning, amen. They had some music ready for us this morning as they bless us in song and prayer by the deacon. Uh, one of our deacons, another song, and uh, Reverend David Jackson is going to be blessing us and breaking for us the bread of life this morning. And so we certainly uh, want to thank God for him as he delivers the word of the Lord. Amen.
that God has been victorious over everything. You can't hear me? Hmm, I'm sorry. 
Well, I'll repeat that. One of the reasons we come and worship in person is because it reminds us that God is victorious in all things. And when we have the Holy Spirit in us, we have the victory of God in us. One of the aspects of prayer is that it releases the rivers of God's power, grace, and mercy. So it's a very important aspect of which Pastor Jackson's even going to preach on today. So with that in mind, let us go before the Lord's throne. Father, we give you thanks for all that you have already endowed us with today. The gift of life, the gift of mobility, the gift of wisdom, that the message that we will hear today will be applied to our lives through our acceptance in our heart. We ask that you would pour out your blessings upon Pastor Jackson, that you would allow him to bring forth the words that you have set in his heart to feed us the ministry here at Second Baptist Church. Lord, we thank you for the remembrance of victory is through you, that weakness is ours, and we call upon your strength in all aspects, whether it be to avoid temptation, whether it would be to have your wisdom and know when to apply it, but most of all, Lord, to have the strength to go out and share the gospel, the good news, that Jesus has done it all. So, Father, we give you thanks and ask that you would help us through the rest of this day to celebrate who you are and what you mean in our lives. And we will thank you in the authority and the name of Jesus. Amen. We worship the God who was. We worship the God who is. We 
singing the truth? Is there joy in the house of the Lord? And also goes on to say, give him your praise. Give him your praise. What a glorious day to be in the house of the Lord. You could have been home in bed, watching your TV or washing the car, whatever you do. But you're here. Why? Ever ask a question? Why? Why did God bring you to this place today? Gave you the strength, the activities of your limbs, warm blood, breath, a little food and sustenance, activities of the limbs. Your mind is regulated. Your heart is fixed. Why today? Because he got a blessing, that's why. Come on, get your blessing. Good morning, church. Pastor, God bless you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for another day. The song said there's joy in the house of the Lord, dear Lord, and we open up the gates and let that joy rush in like a mighty rushing wind. Fill us, dear Lord, with your love, your peace, kindness. Fill us with your hope of glory. Fill us to overflow today, dear Lord. We don't even know how, don't even know why, but you can do it. And we accept it in Jesus' name. Let the doors be open for the Holy Spirit to rush into this place and fill us like never before. We're open to it, Lord. We've tried everything else. Everything else keeps falling short. But not you, Lord. You rise up like a new day every day. 
giving us a new renewed hope, dear Lord. Bless this waiting congregation, those who are in the presence of the Lord. Bless all those, dear Lord, who are, who are listening live stream, dear Lord. Permeate their homes and apartments and wherever they may be listening, their car, wherever they are. Fill them up in only the way that you know how. We thank you for the musicians, dear Lord, who have already started the ball rolling. They've already got things moving here. Now it's time for a word. And for that reason, I say, Father, it's time for thy servant, your son, to step down. For you to take full control. I need you to be Lord of my life. I can't do anything without you. So that the words that proceed from my mouth not come from man, but from on high. We ask all of this in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. And the church came together with one voice and said, Amen. Another year's gone by. Where'd the time go? Where'd the time go? So it was just New Year's, and now it's almost February. Better catch up. It's moving fast. Did you accomplish everything you uh, set out to do last January? Or are there some things that were put on the shelf yet another year? I'm sure there are some things that happened in the past year that made you really happy. And I am definitely sure that there's some things that happened over the past year that made you sad. I know personally, in the past year, I turned 62. Still standing. How I look, am I? I asked the pastor, how I look, man? You know? It's the Lord's been holding me up. I know who's buttering my bread and my biscuits. <laughs> I couldn't do this on my there's no way, no way. I lived last year uh, as my first year as a, as a widower. I'll admit it was not easy. Every day was a challenge, yes. But every day caused me to reach out to the one I knew who could hold me up. But I'll tell you another thing. He will allow trials in your life. But he'll also come when you need him the most. My children are thriving. You know, my daughter, God bless you, Naomi. I'm good to see you. You know, she got a new job with Charles River there, one of the, uh, one of the key components for the Moderna project. You know, she'll be running a lab over there. They got her in what's called boot camp. Yeah. And Josh, I know he's listening on live stream right now. He's down at school studying biology, pre-med, on the honor roll. He's studying uh, uh, neurochemistry this semester. Dad is hard, but I like it. And I was like, hey, God bless you, son. God won't put too much on you where you can't bear it. This past year, I, I launched a new business. You know, in my secular life, I'm in tourism and hospitality. And now I can uh, use all the years of experience I've had and be a consultant to the travel and tourism industry. 
working with state tourism agencies. I'm, it's even growing. I'm working with the uh, countries of Kenya. And, you know, it's amazing what God can do. And someone came to me and said, either you're a genius or you're crazy. Who starts a business during the COVID? I mean, really, think about it. And last year, I planted my first flower garden. You know, I never thought I'd get into it, but it was really something special because you have to deal with it every day. You know, it's, it's special, and I, I really appreciated that. I'm sure you can come up with many things that occurred in your life that made 2022 different from any other year. Journey with me today as we go into the Gospel of John, uh, the 15th chapter, John 15, beginning at the uh, first verse. Today we're going to talk about gardeners, vines, and branches. Gardeners, vines, and branches. I've never been into gardening, but I admire anyone who is into gardening and has the ability to grow plants and vegetables. I see some of the beautiful gardens in the homes nearby and always causes me to feel good inside. Somebody put some time into it, some care, some love. Look at that. It's beautiful. Look at the colors. Look at, look at the increase. With the uh, new year upon us, I want to imagine life as a garden. Can you do that? It's 2023. This is brand new. It's all brand new. Imagine now everything that's occurring in your life as a living garden. See yourself as part of that garden. See yourself needing plenty of water and sunlight. See yourself needing pruning and shearing. See yourself as needing the hand of God. Let's look at John 15, verse 1. It says this, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. Amen. I thank you all for standing, but you can sit right back down. <laughs> I told you, God don't put more on you than you can bear. Never does. Here is that I am again. I am has spoken. I am the true vine. A vine, according to Webster's Dictionary, is a plant with a long, thin stem that grows along the ground or climbs a support. A vine in the Hebrew language almost always denotes twining or more definitely, the vine of the wine. In verse 1, Jesus said that he was the true vine. Not a true vine, the true vine. There are going to be things that come into your life that says, hey, I'm the vine, I'm the vine, I, I can do it. Yeah. I I'm your bank account, I'm the vine. I I'm your education, I'm the vine. I'm your job, I'm the vine. I'm the boss, I'm your wife, I'm your husband, I'm the vine. I am the true vine. Can I get an amen? 
Let that be known as we go into this year, 2023. In other words, Jesus is telling us that he is the true vine of the wine. In the Gospel of John, Jesus uses the statement, I am, seven times. He goes on to say, my father is the gardener. Here we see the father of Jesus, God himself, portrayed as a gardener. A gardener is one who takes care of the garden. <laughs> you know, the one who has the soiled clothes, the dirty hands, down on their knees, pulling weeds, watering plants, and digging trenches. God the Father is the gardener. This is a far cry from the silver-haired chap that sits up on the throne with lightning bolts getting ready to zap you every time you make a mistake, isn't it? The gardener. In John 15, 1, it says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. Israel was the chosen vine. But as we read in Jeremiah 2 and 21, it said this, I had planted you like a choice vine of sound and reliable stock. How then did you turn against me into a corrupt wild vine? We'll stop there. Therefore, Jesus is the true vine, and God the Father is the gardener who cultivates and, and protects the vine. Now that we have established the primary players in the story, the true vine, Jesus Christ, the gardener, God the Father, the branches, that's us. We're the branches. Let us decide on how this scenario will affect us in this new year, 2023. Let us decide right now, right here, how being connected with the garden of life can give us new hope, new joy, new strength, new confidence, new life. In John 15, 2, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Amen. Sounds like the gardener, God the Father, has a plan. Sounds like the gardener, God the Father, is not sitting around doing nothing. He's busy cutting off unfruitful branches. He's busy pruning fruitful branches so that they can produce even more good fruit. He's busy, even now. God, the gardener, is busy. How busy is he? Well, let's see. I don't know about you. I'm going to talk about me. He helped me to stop smoking. I was smoking cigarettes for 17 years. I asked the Lord to help me in this, and he came in my life, and he cut off the unfruitful branch. 
Amen. Amen. He stopped me from hanging out all night. Pastor. It was a time in my life. My biggest goal was to get home before the bird outside of my bedroom window would start singing. And the bird was always winning the battle. My father said, why do you do this to yourself? I said, I don't know. I just don't know. He had to cut that branch. It was unfruitful for me. It had a time, but that time couldn't last. He took away curses from my lips. Another unfruitful branch that had to be removed. The gardener's busy, I'm telling you. He's working on things. He's working it out. He makes me stop and hear myself when I get angry now. This is still a work in progress. But I hear myself differently now. I take a step back and say, hey, look, let's calm down. God's in control of this. I don't have to start spouting off these and letting, letting the world think that I'm in control. I'm not in control. God's in control. He's the gardener. I'm just the branch. The list goes on and on. I'm not perfect, and I don't claim to be. I read somewhere that God does not call the equipped. He equips the called. And they can now do great and marvelous things. God desires fruit. God desires fruit from me. And in 2023, he's desiring fruit from you. In Isaiah 5, 1 through 7, it's entitled The Song of the Vineyard. And what's it say? I will sing for the one I love a song about the vineyard. My loved one had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. He dug it up and cleared it of stones, and planted it with the choicest vines. He built a watchtower in it and cut out a wine press as well. Then he looked for a crop of good grapes, and it yielded only bad fruit. Now you dwellers in Jerusalem and people of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more could have been done for my vineyard than I have done for it? When I looked for good grapes, why did it yield only bad? Now I will tell you what I'm going to do to my vineyard. I will take away its hedge, and it will be destroyed. I will break down its walls, and it will be trampled. I will make it a wasteland neither pruned nor cultivated, and briars and thorns will grow there. I will command the clouds not to rain on it. The vineyard of the Lord Almighty is the nation of Israel, and the people of Judah are the vines he delighted in. And he looked for justice, but he saw bloodshed, for righteousness, 
but he heard distress. That is the song of the vineyard. The fruit that God desires from Israel was loving obedience, righteousness, and justice. Obedience, righteousness, and justice. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. He wants the same from my life. God the gardener wants me to be loving, obedient, righteous, and just. If there is a branch that does not produce fruit, it is obviously dead and fit to be cut off. In John 15, too, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Praise the Lord. Every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes so that it won't be a, a detriment to the plant, to the garden. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. To prune is to trim dead or living parts. I got to repeat that. To prune, sometimes he takes the dead parts, but sometimes he takes some of the living parts too. To make room for growth. It hurts. Why, Lord? You ask the question, why am I going through this financial battle? Why am I going through the loss of a loved one? Why the loss of a job? Why won't my car start? Why are my health issues and the doctor keeps not giving me the good news that I want to hear? Why, Lord? You're the gardener. You're right, I am the gardener. I know what I'm doing. Why are you questioning me now? I sent you my son. He's the true vine. Hold on to him. And it will all come to light. Every year, gardeners around the world prune their vines. They cut off dead wood which has no life in it, and trim the living branches so that they can yield even greater fruit. Who wants to be more fruitful this year? It's time, man. It's time to start being even more fruitful. Oh, I've done some good things in the past. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's time to kick into another year by holding on to the true vine. I do. I know I want to be more fruitful. To be more fruitful, we must be willing to be cut and pruned. Are you willing to be cut? Are you willing to be pruned? And John 15, 3 says, you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. We need to take a little time with that. Just for one moment. Think about it. This message has already cleaned you up. The word of God said it. 
When you woke up this morning and you made your way out to the church, you probably did not think that God had planned for you to enter into this new year clean. 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 Cleansed of all unrighteousness. The hard part is, you're thinking to yourself, how can this be? How can I be clean? I know too much about myself. Because <laughs> it isn't about you. It's all about the word. The word deemed it so. And your faith said, I agree. That's all any of us ever have or ever will have. Thank God for Jesus. Take a moment and bask in the cleansing. You may not get it all right now. That's okay. But in its designated time, it will filter in. This is not an accident. This is not a coincidence. This is real. You were brought here so that you could hear the word of God tell you distinctly that you are part of a garden and that you've been clean. You're clean. I'm clean. I'm not judging myself now. Because I already know I, I, I'm going to fail. I won't make it. I'm going to put it all on the Lord now. The gardener. Work it out, Lord. Cut, prune, whatever you got to do. I give. The gardener is busy working things out. Feel him as he cuts and prunes your branches. You may not see the perfect you that God has intended you to be. That's all right. He sees the perfection. He sees you as clean and perfect just as you are, my child, my branch, my garden. John 15 and 4, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. See, being fruitful is not easy. Being fruitful requires that we remain close to the true vine. Jesus lives in each of us. Jesus, the true vine, causes the fruit to grow on the living branches of our lives. This is not our works, but the works of the Father, the gardener, who abides in us and through us and through the spirit of his son, Jesus Christ. In 1 John 2 and 19, it says, They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. 
Well, what do we make from this? We must not be like them who left the faith, who turned back, and who gave up. We must keep holding on. Can the church say, hold on? Hold on. We must allow the gardener to cut and prune both the fruitful and the unfruitful branches in our lives. We've got to hold on. Without faith, the life of God will not manifest itself in us. Without the hand of God, no fruit will grow. The farmer can throw as many seeds, good seeds, as they want into the richest soil that he can find. But if God does not produce the increase, nothing will grow. Again, John 15 and 4. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. You being here today means that you're an outward shower saying, I want to remain in you, Lord. I want to stay attached. I need the true vine in my life. It's not okay to say, I don't need you today, Lord. It's not okay to say, ah, I'm going to take the day off. It's not okay to tell your children, look, get up and get dressed. You're going to church. It's not okay. Stay connected so that this fruit can start producing. You're going to get cut and pruned anyway. Just understand this. Jesus is the true vine, and God the Father is the gardener. Allow God to purge your unfruitful branches. Remain faithful to God. Remain faithful to his word. His word has already cleaned you. Why wouldn't you want to remain faithful? What else is telling you that today? Everything else is telling you for temporary relief. right or the disclaimer you know we're not responsible or there could be some side effects no 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 remain in the word that's the one way we can get through this thing and get home that's what we're all trying to do isn't it I, I know I got to get home man this world is a wonderful place. God bless it. God bless the world. Thank you, Lord, for everything you've done in my life. But I want to go home, man. Well, I know it's better. I got people over there, man. I want to see them again. I got to live to live again. Know that you have been made clean today by the spoken word. Allow your faith to accept this gift from God. Yeah. Just say yes. <laughs> yes. I accept it, Lord. Yeah. You tell me I'm clean today, I, I yes, thank you. I'm, I'll, accept, I'll accept it. 
This is an opportunity to start the new year clean. You know what branches in your life are unfruitful? Unbelief. That's an unfruitful branch. Needs to get cut off. You don't need it anymore. Why do I got to walk around with unbelief anymore? It's, it's too heavy. It's not getting me where I need to get. Greed. Cut it off. All for me, none for you. Cut it off. No fruit's going to grow there. Lust of the flesh. Cut it off. It's dragging me down. Lying tongue. No fruit. Needs to get cut. Backbiting. Cut it off. Prune me, Lord. I'm staying connected to the true vine now. This is a new year. You said I'm clean. I want to do all those things that lead a clean life now. Pride. All we know is that it comes before the fall. It's got no other benefit. Cut it off. Gossip. Cut it off. No more. Fear. What are you afraid of? The gardener, you're in the garden. The gardener's got you protected. He can easily take those walls away. He said it in his word. I can take the walls away. I can cause the rain not to fall on you. But now that you're in the garden and you're attached, there's no need for fear. No man can hurt you. No man can harm you. What can man do to me? Anxiousness. He specifically told us, don't be anxious about anything. But in all things, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to the Lord and the peace of God, which transforms all. Will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. What are you being anxious for? That's a branch that needs to get cut. Come here. Let me cut that off. Foolishness. All of the ground is sinking sand. It's all foolishness. It's a distraction. It's the world's way of saying, hey, look, you got a great opportunity. Come with us. You know, the ones that don't have that opportunity, live with us. Cut it off. Ask the gardener to remove them from your life. Likewise, you know the branches in your life that are producing good fruit. Hospitality. That can be pruned and, and flourish and, and gain even more fruit this year. The spirit of hospitality in your life. Giving. Giving is good. You can't beat God in the giving business. No matter how hard you try. That's something that can be pruned and made to flourish. Even more fruit can grow. Humbleness. We all need to be humble. 
We have nothing to brag about. Everything we have comes from God. Joy. We sang about it today, didn't we? There's a reason for that song. God intended that song to be sang today so that it can be pruned and flourish and more fruit. Now's the time, 2023. Today, you're clean, and it's time that the garden start to flourish because God is saying, I need some more fruit. You're my branches. Faith. That can increase if you allow God to prune it. Prune, work on my faith, Lord. Make me more faithful than I've ever been. Just the size of a mustard seed. That's all I need. I'm not asking for everything. Just a little more faith there, Lord, so that I can keep going one step at a time. Knowing that you're with me. Encouragement. That can be fruitful. Encourage each other. Encourage yourself. Have you encouraged anybody in the last 24 hours? What do you plan to do with the next 24 hours? Prune it. Let it grow. Love. More love now than you could ever even imagine in your life is available. Under the gardener's care. Water it. Put it in some good soil. I need love in my life, Lord. I want everyone that comes into my contact to feel my love. Praise. It's another good vine. You got some good branches on you. You can be an award-winning garden. A fabulous garden. People stop and admire. Look at that garden. What you look at that? It's beautiful. Steadfastness. Prune it, Lord. Make it strong this year. All for you. Ask the gardener to prune them so that they can produce more good fruit. This is the beginning of a new year, 2023. God has done his part. He has sent his only son to die for you and me on an old rugged cross so that we could be clean from all unrighteousness. He wants fruit. He wants fruit. I'm preaching to myself. David, I want some fruit. You have heard it before, and now you've heard it again. The gardener wants a good harvest this year. May God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. It's a new year. There may be someone under the sound of my voice that has not connected to the true vine. 
and is not aware that there is a gardener overseeing. This can be the day that you align yourself into the garden of life. Allow the Spirit of God as our deacons move forward, as a representation of his hand that is going out. The gardener's hand says, there's, there's dirt underneath, underneath his fingernails. He's willing to put in the work. He's got everything he needs. He just wants more fruit. But you got to get connected. If you don't belong to a church, you're homeless. This is a great day to join the church. Come forward and say, yeah, I'm in. I want to be a part of the garden. If you're looking for salvation, there's all of that and more within this garden. Allow yourself to be cut and pruned. Sounds damaging, but it's not. It's life. To its fullest. A prize winning and an award winning garden. Desires to live. God has spoken in a way that I didn't quite know how it was going to turn out today. All, right. All I knew was he wants more fruit. Be fruitful this year, church. And may the eternal God that created the heavens and the earth rest for and abide in your hearts and in your minds, granting you a peace, connecting you to the living source of all life. Be one with you right now. Give me joy and peace and hope and fruitfulness in your life. May that same God bless and keep you. Give me everything you need. Water and sunshine. Care and attention. Pruning, sharing and love until we meet again the church came together with one voice on this day in the new year and said amen 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 god bless you thank you god bless you thank you we certainly want to give god praise and glory and thanking him for all of his blessings we want to thank reverend jackson amen for sharing with us breaking for us the bread of life amen and so we want to give god praise listen we uh, pray that um uh that the eagles win today amen and so i i know if y'all ain't gonna pray for anything today you praying for that i know uh on there but uh, we're excited about that uh i saw my little granddaughter here she's a girl scout and she has girl scout cookies out there amen so grab some of those, amen. You do got to pay for them, amen. Don't be grabbing stuff off the table. She'll call her grandfather out there, amen. <laughs> yeah, what a mighty God, church, we serve. Come on, let's give God praise.
already given. Amen. Thank you all. Good to see you.